All right, welcome to On the Rocks with Shark and the Hammer. That's Shark, I'm the Hammer. How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm good, man. How's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Very excited. Thought it was a good time of year for a DFL check-in, considering nine teams are between four and six wins, and then, you know, parody. We've done it. We've done we it. We have achieved mediocrity across yes. the board. I love it. Everybody is average as fuck. There you go. Uh, so that's exciting. So I thought we could do something quick, something simple. We could throw down uh, maybe a quick sentence about or two about each team. I figure we'll start from reverse order. Uh, I'm going to throw out the team, and I'm going to give you one word to describe. I want to hear what your thoughts are. All right. Uh, Let's do this. So the worst team in the league is our buddy Jeff, Kamikaze Crew. The word that I have for him is confusing. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He has not been good. He has traded... 100% the best dynasty as, dynasty asset that he had, DK Metcalf, uh, for an older gentleman, if we would like to call him that. And for whatever reason, he refuses to let go of Darren Waller, who's a 28-year-old tight end who clearly his des- best days are behind him. So my thought with Jeff is, I, I was thinking about this when we were deciding to do this pod, and he seems more interested in using dynasty to root for players than he does to actually play the fantasy aspect of it. Which I, yeah, I would agree with that. That's one way to do it. There are some people who seem to enjoy dynasty more for the chat aspect of it. Some people like Petriello just want to win. Jeff's kind of out there on his own little Island. Oh, we're basically an ATM for Petriello, but that that's a totally different scenario. We'll get there. But, uh, Yeah, I'm confused by what Jeff's doing. Maybe he sees something coming in this draft and he's going to crush it. But we'll see. Know. Yeah. Uh, next team up is Graham, the Mafreesboro Mandalorians. It took me like three weeks to be able to say that. Uh, so <laughs> his hometown. Yeah. So for Graham, it's a year away from being a year away. I think that's fair. He's got a dynamic wide receiver duo with Bateman and. Um... Michael Pittman, who's really taken off, even though he has no quarterback. I don't believe in Carson Wentz as a quarterback. Just my take. Um, Turns out not, not many teams do. Yeah, except for the Colts. Uh, Javante Williams is going to be a stud. Like you said, I don't know if it'll be next year or the year after. He gets some more picks in. He gets some talent. And then he moves on from Zach Wilson, and I think he'll be there. Yeah, I, you know, I he almost pulled the trigger. He and I were very, very deep in discussions for Mike White. <laughs> I may have held too strong. I think that's where I went wrong. Uh, but there was a shot. I really, yeah. I played up the Mike White card. It was probably trying to get anything of anything in return that did you win. Yeah, that was really where I went wrong. I wanted something, <laughs> and I should have asked for nothing. Um, but, you know, so for Graham, it's a year away from being a year away. He's yeah. He's on the right track. He's got a couple good players. So, yeah. Uh, for the next team, it would be me, unfortunately, which I don't like being towards the bottom of these standings. But uh, the word I would use, the phrase for me would probably be, I hope this draft is going to be good because I got 10 picks in it. You're in a weird rebuilding, retooling. Let's let's see what you can get. You're where Graham was a year ago. Mm-hmm. If Graham had a lot of talent on his roster already. So if you can get those young players and load up on some second, I mean, just not to keep throwing Graham's name out there, but he got Bateman and Javante Williams back to back in basically the second round. So if you can just add some guys like that or someone like, you know, a Justin Jefferson in round two, <laughs> I think you might be okay. Well, there's a good chance if any good players come out of round two, it's going to go to me because I have four of the 12 picks. Sounds uh, like you got a 33% chance. Yeah, odds are good. So, yeah, if CMC stays healthy, I actually have a shot to make the playoffs this year. I don't feel good about my team, but that's uh, another discussion for another day. I, 
my wide you're receivers in, are. Eh. Yeah, I mean, you're in the wide range of playoff contender, non-title contenders. Yep, exactly. So hopefully, you know, draft gets better, things improve. We'll be right back battling for uh, fourth place in another time. There you uh, go. Next up is Brett, the dude. Um, aggressive uh, in selling is the phrase I would use for him. And I'm not entirely <laughs> sure I understand it, if I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I mean, it seems like it may be working because he traded Dalvin Cook right before whatever the hell's about to happen started happening. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into that one because I don't get it. He traded Robert Woods right before he tore his ACL. But when you look at the landscape of this league, like if he still had Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook, he's a favorite to make the playoffs at this point in time. So I don't necessarily know if he regrets it or not. But it was definitely a all-in on not being all-in type of move. You know, it seems to me like uh, looking at his team, it was more of an issue. I mean, he got lucky. He got Hopkins out when he needed to. He got Woods out when he needed to. He got Rodgers yeah. out before he got COVID. Like, uh, he, he's moving all the guys at the right time. It seems like he just wasn't that into his team, despite it I, having talent. I think that's fair. I think he was looking for the next challenge. I mean, there's something perverse about Dynasty where at a certain point in time, you're like, you know, I don't really want to be good anymore. I want to start over. And I think he reached that stage. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who knows? So we got to see what happens now. I mean, he, he's got all the cap money, all the cap space in the world to play with now. So, yeah. you know, he's going to make moves in the offseason. Yeah, he's not going to be quiet. And he's also not going to talk about his players a lot either, which is no, nice. So we nice. always have that going. Refreshing. Uh, next up is Edward, who has the best team name ever, which I don't even understand it, but I just go on to say it and read it and don't know what he's adding. It's fucking wonderful. It's amazing. He keeps adding words every day. Yeah. So for him, the, the thing I would say is uh, aging out players. Uh, his team is still strong, but it's got a lot of guys who are getting old. What do you think? I don't disagree with his decision to sell a first for Aaron Rodgers this year, considering he had mm-hmm. two firsts, because like you said, it's old, but it's talented. I mean, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, Tyler Lockett, who may not actually be good anymore. Chris Godwin, somehow he's young, but he feels old. Ty- Ty- um, Travis Kelsey is got to just not be good anymore at some point in time. So I like his team to make a run this year, but I'm afraid he is going to fall flat on his face and have no assets for a long time. No, it's going to, it would be a steep cliff to fall off of. Um, Unrelated, uh, Russell Wilson, he's 32 years old. Somehow he's older than Stafford. I don't even know how. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Stafford drafted like three years earlier than him. Yeah, I don't understand any of this. Like Wilson all of a sudden got old and. If I was a little worried after seeing that game, either he's still hurt or I don't know. Like that's a scary move. If he's not good anymore, then this team also has a bunch of issues coming up. Then for Edward's sake, let's just hope that Wilson is just hurt. Yeah, he he looks just unable to play football anymore. No, no, that was a little worrisome to see. Uh, So yeah, Uh, but he's still a title contender. So I mean, with this team, if they're healthy, Chubb, Mixon, it's a good squad. So next up is Christian, whose team doesn't suck as bad now, but he might have to switch that now to does suck as bad now, but shouldn't suck suck as bad. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Or maybe just unlucky might be the phrase I'm using. Uh, I saw Rob mentioning about his unlucky percentage breakdowns. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was ugly. His team is a lot better than his record. I mean, even the way they're playing this year, they're better than his record. He, I feel like 
Rob's stat was something about if Christian played his schedule, he'd be much better. And Rob would be like one in nine or some crap. Rob's one of the top three teams in the league. So clearly Christian's schedule has just been bananas. Yeah. And yeah. I just used bananas. So they hung out with a five-year-old a lot. Hey, bananas is always a good way to describe it. Uh, but yeah, he's got issues. His team's solid. He's got a lot of young, good pieces. Um, it should be really good, but he has his quarterback situation. Unless Fields takes a turn, is it, just brutal. I mean, Fields and because Darnold, we no longer count him as a quarterback, right? We're done <laughs> with him. We've we've moved on. If I've moved on, then we as a society have moved on. Justin Fields yeah. could be something. He's got forty total points in his last two games, but the jury's still out there. This team needs someone like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but they traded him. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder what he could get for – wonder what it would cost him to get Mahomes now, but it's, it's probably not going to work out. You know what's going to be fun, though? It, it, not to go on a little tangent, but Najee Harris and Jamar Chase plus Justin Fields were the three picks that – they weren't. He traded one of the picks with a bunch of other stuff to get the pick that he took Jamar Chase in. Mm-hmm. But Najee Harris and Justin Fields 100% were two of the pieces that he traded for when he got rid of Mahomes. So that's going to be interesting to watch the next few years. It is. Uh, it depends on which Mahomes you get, but uh, yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, Najee Chase. He he's got a squad built for the next yeah. uh, three seasons. He's got a shot to be in it for sure. Um, speaking of team who's always in it, but somehow uh, I don't know how he is. Uh, Ryan and the serial killers. Um, the word I would use for him is holding on by a thread. <laughs> kind of been the story of his DFL life. Like I feel like every year we write him off, and every year he's five hundred. And not actually good, but not actually bad. Somehow in it, but not really ever in it. No, uh, I, I liked your comparison you told me earlier. So why don't you share it with the rest of the league? Yeah, I, he he is the Cordero Patterson of teams at this point in time. He's not good. He came into the season not good, but also somehow this season's happening and it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Yeah, and, and then he's also got to worry about Alvin Kamara. Uh, yeah, it sums up there. I think that's going to linger the rest of the year. I think so, too. And all of a sudden, Kamara is going to age quick, I have a feeling. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Speaking of things uh, taking a turn for the worse, uh, Pauly. Pauly, oh, God. Oof. Five and one to five and five. So, Pauly, I, I give you credit for not picking up the bottle yet because – with what's been going on with your team, it started with the Henry Rugg scenario, and it just seems like every time you pop into the DFL text, uh, somebody else is hurt or arrested or, or just doesn't like football anymore. I don't he, even know what's going on. He's going to be left with only Cole Beasley at some time. <laughs> His mortal enemy. <laughs> uh, so, you, so you thought of an interesting question. I'm going to ask it, and I want to hear what you think about this. Yeah. What if Paulie had taken Justin Jefferson instead of Henry Ruggs? <laughs> I, I mean, it was on the table. Those were the two wide receivers that he was choosing between. And I don't blame him for going with Ruggs, but can you imagine this? Because we know Paulie. He drafts, he plays the waiver game, and once in a blue moon, he makes a non-big trade other than the Henry trade with you. Yep. For the most part, his trades are around the draft. So if he had Jefferson... I still believe he would have Murray and Allen and Zeke and Swift, who's turning into a stud. Yep. Henry, like his whole team changes if you just basically give him Justin Jefferson and he doesn't lose any other pieces. I just, I hate to bring that up, Paulie, but damn, that was, that's fun to think about. 
Uh, not for me. Then I would think that you would have nothing if that. No, happened. I would be an ugly, ugly scenario. But uh, so thanks, Polly. I'm glad you think yeah. Henry Ruggs. Uh, let, <laughs> do you want to trade him for a fifth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he dropped him finally. Yeah, he had to. There, I mean, he's never playing again. Yeah, unless DFL 2035 is happening when he gets might, out of jail. That, that uh, might be. Let's hope because so, I'll yeah. still have Mahomes then. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of you, uh, Shark and the Min Sharks was the next team up. Five game winning streak, um, despite sending players off. The Sharky Curse is now ha- having mental issues on team players. <laughs> they, they take after their leader. What yeah, can I so, say? so the phrase I would say is, What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to stick by what I've been saying for two years. I think my team is good. I'm sure I'm going to be proven wrong at some point, but. I have an inkling that I might be about to get Patrick Mahomes in FU mode, and that could be a fun ride. I agree with you about that. Watching him the other night, you, it's like something clicked where he said, fine, you know what? I can't throw 60-yard bombs anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to do 12-play drives and score touchdowns every single time I get the ball. Yeah, look how fast my guys are. Watch, see, Try and stop me this way. And then once yep. you do, I'll go over the top again. He seemed so. he seemed very much trying to just keep doing what he was doing. Yeah. And here's the thing: it was only a couple of games where he was off. Like I was looking it was at like his two fantasy. games or something. I was looking at his fantasy numbers. I mean, he was dropping bombs the first five weeks of the season. He was crushing it. Yeah. And then it was three bad games. But for him, that's insane. But it was three bad games in a row. He's Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yep. I mean, if he's in FU mode, your team is right there. Yeah. Um, Right there, but and that's what I need. But knowing the Sharky curse, uh, somebody could get <laughs> literally bitten by a shark tomorrow. Um, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb will drive to the game together next week and get some kind of stupid ass ticket, and just I'll lose both of them at the same time. Yep, exactly. Uh, so good luck there. Uh, next team is uh, Rutherford, the Houston Space Cadets. Um, the, what I would say for this team is imagine guys stayed healthy. Anybody, just pick a player. If yeah. any one guy could stay healthy, his team would be so much better. Yeah, I mean, he he might get Saquon back for a game. I don't know. We'll see. But then he'll lose him again. A solid six quarters you can get out of Saquon. Yeah, I mean, when he played this year, those two games he scored twenty plus points in both of them. So if he Rob gets him, that's scary. But I, I don't know. At this point, I just feel like his team. It, I know we're laughing at Paulie, but it's like a different kind of level. It's a little more twisted. What's happening to Rob? It's like a slow yeah. burn. Yeah, Rob's is, Rob's is more more like torturous, whereas yeah. Paul's is like literally driving into a wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like it's like water torture on Rob. <laughs> Every day, it's just a little bit of bad news that makes it worse and worse. Uh, it's it is it's i mean i have my two kids noelle is just a maniac and she just comes right at you and punches you in the balls when she feels like it whereas lily just kind of sneaks around and doesn't do anything and crawls into bed at six o'clock in the morning she's cuddly and then she throws an elbow right in your neck when you're not expecting it that's what's happening to rob's team right now oh yeah yeah that's uh it's it's rough but at the same time team's team's a beast and he's got one of the better potential dynasties built Oh, he's, yeah, whatever happens this year, it doesn't matter. He went from back-to-back number one overall picks to a contender, and his, 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 he's just going up. Do you think, so as we're talking about this, do you think that Brett got the sense from watching Rob, who actually did a successful build of a dynasty, uh, well, successful in the, in the sense that he's on the upswing, mm-hmm. um, do you think he saw that and was like, ooh, I could do that, and I could probably do it better? I think he got jealous. I yeah. think Brett got jealous of Rob. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. He also bought the same smoker as him. I mean, oh. if Brett shows up with Malort in a couple weeks, it's just, you know, it's official. Oh, single Rutherford male. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big he's got a big old beard in a couple of days with Brett. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, please let that happen. Please yeah. let that happen. If not, just start growing a beard for DFL weekend, Brett. Just please. do it. Yeah, just do just it. Just for comedy's sake. Um, so next team is Fitzy with uh, Down to Fuck You Up. Um, there is... So what I'm thinking with Fitzy is he's not as good as he is. <laughs> but no, he's, he's not, not bad. No, he's also not. He's not an 8-2 team. He's not one of the top two teams in the league. But also no. when you look at this league, you're like, well, he's probably top four. He's, he's not. He's better. He's got studs. I mean, he's got multiple studs. Debo Samuel, holy shit. You know, he's, he's good at football. Debo has always been in this. Like, I've been big on Debo from the time he was a rookie and in other leagues. He just couldn't stay on the field. Yeah. And, oh, it turns out, I guess when you can stay on the field, he's ridiculous. Look what happens. Yeah, is he going to play running back now with a uh, like Mitchell's hurt? Are they just going to have Debo play running back? Just now? give him, just give him the ball forty five times a game. Like who cares? It's gonna... <laughs> yeah, however you have to get it to him. Yeah, um, he also has Jonathan Taylor, who might be doing the best Derrick Henry impression anyone's ever done. Yeah, he. I mean, without Henry there, uh, it might sound crazy, but he's he is the best back in the league right now. He's yeah. the best dynasty running back to own. I think maybe even including Henry. Um, he's probably. Just... Just really, really good, and he's carrying his team. So it's it's scary. He's got the pieces to actually win a championship this year. Like it would not shock me if Fitzy wins the title. Um, well, I, if he had I a think. quarterback, well, he's got two half quarterbacks. Yeah, some of the parts is still not as much as the whole. No. But that's Tua. I mean, I think we all know by now. My thoughts on Tua. He's not yes. very good. I mean, I have nothing positive to add since the last time we had this conversation, so I was hoping it wouldn't come up. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's always going to come up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it's funny. You, you might be right. He might be the number one dynasty running back right now. But it's amazing how that'll max out in, like, seven months. He'll be, like, eight. Yeah. <laughs> These guys cannot last. It's amazing. It's... If you get two seasons out of the same guy, it's mind-blowing. It's crazy. And the, the problem is you need – stud running backs so you can't just give up on them completely so figure that one out yeah um so the last team uh petriello fucking i'm really Um, tired of ending podcasts talking about his team yeah me too but it seems like we don't have a choice anymore but what i'm gonna say for him is luck literal luck that's it right now he's playing on luck khalil herbert mark ingram like what the fuck it's all we can hope is that he's using it all up in the regular season. Clearly last year he had no luck in the regular season until week 13. He was 6-6 six and six after 12 weeks. And then somehow Fitzy lost to the worst team in the league. Uh, Petriello snuck into the playoffs. David Montgomery, of all players, scored like 100 points in three weeks during the playoffs. And, and Lamar, the title. Lamar had to take a shit. Otherwise, yeah. he, was, like, <laughs> he, he used up a lot of luck. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he burned it. Um Random crazy stat of the day. All time, I have a winning record against Petriello in the DFL. Figure that one out. That's just annoying. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> annoying. I don't deserve that. Like he doesn't deserve that. That's not fair. No, but, but he's in a good shape. Otherwise, like he needs a you know 
he's gonna get the he's gonna get a buy. He's probably yeah, gonna get he, the, him and Fitzy play in week thirteen. So Fitzy actually has a path to the number one seed. It, it doesn't matter. I think at that point, once they're playing for a buy one, two, I mean, yeah, I know you get something for first, but whatever, just yeah. get that buy. Like just it, get the buy and be done. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so right now, I mean, my predictions, if I had to throw it out there for the rest of the season, I think Rob makes a run. I think he keeps battling through these injuries. He's going to have the like heartbreaking end of the playoff run that you need. So he come back next year, motivated type year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rob's going to get close. I don't know if he's going to do it I, until otherwise Petriello is winning it. And my only other long shot on this one, uh, I would say is potential of Ryan because why the fuck not? Ryan. Yeah. I don't just, agree, but why the fuck not? Um, just sneak on through having random, like he keeps getting the worst seed and somebody gets hurt. I could just see him getting through and then like Rob having the heartbreak. I think we're going to – I could see that. I think we're going to get to a week – neither of these teams is in the playoffs right now. But in week 14, Christian and Edward play each other. I think that's going to be for a playoff spot. I think one of those two is going to unthrown either Paulie or Ryan and take that last playoff spot. Maybe they both get in. I don't know. It's kind of tough with them playing each other. No. At this point, I don't know why I would bother predicting anybody, but Petriello wins the title, title though. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's going to win it all because why the fuck wouldn't he? The only um, poetic thing that I want to see happen, obviously I'm biased, is if I not only eliminate Petriello, but I do it in the championship and take his throne, the league would be so conflicted by me winning and Petriello losing. You guys wouldn't know what to do with your emotions on that one. We would. Everybody would <laughs> Everybody would rejoice for five minutes and then you would just not be happy about it. Yeah, but that fair. first five minutes would be majestic. It would be glorious. <laughs> it would be majestic. <laughs> but so uh, good time checking in on the DFL. Uh We'll hopefully keep this going and uh, see what's going on with the league. But other than that, good year so far, boys. Keep it going.